0: Everyone, it's Roger and James here from the What's on Disney Plus podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about everyone that's going to be coming to Disney Plus in November. We'll also be talking about the Walt Disney World, so the Walt Disney Company having a massive restructuring, to kind of focus on streaming. We'll also be talking about this week's new releases, including Clouds, Meet the Chimps, and also the right stuff. So, before we go into any of that, a quick bit of housekeeping. First off, a huge thank you to everyone who has subscribed to our YouTube channel. We just hit. Just before we went, hit that record, 49,000 subscribers. So that is fantastic. Um, that's great news. And also, you can subscribe on the audio platforms. And again, a big thank you to our supporters on Patreon and also on YouTube memberships. I'm going to do a quick shout out to everybody. And that is a member Jamie and Mackenzie, who are both new patrons this week. We've also got Joseph, Darren, Lauren, Jacob, Sarah, The Juice, What's on Netflix, Andrew, we've also got on YouTube. Adam, I'm um, Chantel, Filton, I got no name. Russell, Mike, Eddie, J, Joshua, Drew, and Sarah. Again, a huge thank you for all of your support. Really makes a difference from just a couple of dollars a month, and helps keep the podcasts and everything going along. So again, just a big thank you to everyone for that. Okay, so let's jump into the news. Um, literally last night we had all of the uh, November list officially announced. I was kind of expecting it. I was. Is that kind of thing around about the 15th of the month. I know it's coming. I know it's going to drop at some point. I know when it comes in. Basically, it's drop everything and try and get as many articles and get all the list up and get the video made. And and it all came in. And I'm just checking. Yeah, there it is. And this week, I did get a new puppy. So she has been kind of keeping me busy. Um, I've never taken so long to edit. Um, the, the monthly video. <laughs> I know she was like, I know you're doing something, so I'm going to keep biting your toes until you pay attention to me. So she's um, she's just by my feet. So if, she, if I do jump, then you know why. Um, so let's jump into what's been announced for um, November. So first off, let's start off with Friday the 6th of November. We have got, and I'm going to go with this first off, we've got Mandalorian episodes dropping every week going through there Um, and then we're going to be having on that day we'll have the second to last episode of the magic of disney's animal kingdom followed by the finale of weird but true then we're going to have episode six of the right stuff and then the sort of the uh, one day at disney short we're going to have a few of them the good news is we do get the finale as well this month. We do get the finale of One Day at Disney. I was like, I was like when it came up on the, on the list, it was like, season finale. It's like, you know how many times I have to say the word, and a One Day at Disney show? It's so much. And then from there, going into some of the legacy content, we've got uh, Disney Goldie and the Bear seasons one and two, uh, Disney Junior Fancy Nancy Fancy Itself, season one. I like saying that one there is try and get through that as fast as possible. As well. Mr. Magoo. And the Christmas Carol, so two two decent family movies. Christmas Carol, um, one of my favorites. So, what do you think of that that week
1: for releases? Um, other than the Mandalorian and the Right Stuff, kind of a slow week for me, honestly. Neither, none of the movies that they're releasing. I I know you really like this version of the Christmas Carol. I yeah. This is this is probably my least favorite version of the Christmas Carol, honestly. But uh jim carrey is good in it Uh, i don't see myself watching it though when we've got the muppets christmas carol which is infinitely superior um yeah fancy nancy goldie and the bear i mean this is this is not my week no it's not your week um we've
0: also going to be getting the following week on friday the 13th we'll be getting um again another episode of the mandalorian the finale of magic animals kingdom we're then going to have a new episode of the right stuff uh, one Day at Disney Short. And get a brand new documentary series, Inside Pixar. We don't really know too much about that one yet. other than There's an inside look at the people, and the people and the culture and the artistry behind the Pixar animated studios. I'm sure we'll learn about that probably as we get closer to that one being released. Um, Petra, City of Riches, and also Ultimate Viking Sword, which I think was supposed to come this month. So I don't know why... Um, this happens quite a few times with releases, they get pushed back. I think that's actually good timing because that's going to arrive the same week as... The new Assassin's Creed Valhalla video game, so that could be interesting. Could um, be. Anything there, jump out? Uh,
1: the Ultimate Viking Sword and Petra are both uh, ones that I'm interested in. Honestly, mm. they they look like good documentaries, and Star Wars and the right stuff. I, yes. I feel this is going to be an underlying theme.
0: Yeah, I, I, it's funny because a lot of there's been quite a few comments and stuff of people going, oh, where is everything? There's nothing here." And I'm going, "Well, the right stuff and like the Mandalorian are two really good live action series." You know, that I think that's strong enough on its own for November. Because a lot of people kind of go, "Where's WandaVision? Where's WandaVision? Vision?" Like, because it wasn't announced in this list. Now, that could be that they've, they they want to hold that off, for especially they wouldn't necessarily release it in this um thing. My I Think we canvas. had a cameo there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did decide then that she's just gonna um, start chewing on my X Men accent figure, which I yeah. was expecting, which is why I left them on the bottom level. Um, so from there, moving on, we had um, let's see where we were. So seventeenth. Uh, we yeah, we're uh, gonna, that this week's gonna be a bit. This, that week's gonna be a bit weird because on Tuesday the seventeenth, we're getting the new Lego Star Wars <laughs> holiday special, and they did announce that um, Kelly Marie Tran also Billy. Uh D Williams and Anthony Daniels are doing the voice for their characters in that, which is great. It's always nice to see that when that happens and kind of connecting it. So we're getting that one on life was it life day? yeah life day, which is interesting so i am looking forward to this. I love the Lego Star Wars video games, so I'm kind of know what I'm going to be getting from that one and I think this is a really good um, thing for Christmas and kind of that th- time of the year.
1: I'm looking forward to it. It's probably the only time you'll get to say you're looking forward to the Legos. uh, Sorry, to the Star Wars holiday special. Just add the Lego to the front of it. I'm glad that they got several of the voice actors back, uh, especially Kelly Marie Tran, actually, because she got a lot of abuse sent her way after Last Jedi, and uh, I can't even remember the the name of the ninth movie. Skywalker something or other. Um, Which I didn't think she deserved at all, and so I'm glad that she's still... Uh, hanging out with the star Wars group and yeah, yeah. I, I, I hope that people also watch this and they go and check out the other Lego star Wars content that's available on there. Cause there's a lot of really good Lego star Wars um, shorts. There's the Freemaker saga. There's all, I have that too. It's not sitting here with me, but yeah.
0: yeah, Well, I was just going to say, just here's one I prepared earlier. This is the um, Advent Calendar. I haven't opened it yet. I'm actually going to keep it back. I might do it as stories or something like that on, on in December. Yeah, oh, that, that's for the people. Um, yeah, um, yeah, that's listing. This is the Lego uh, cal- uh, Advent Calendar. So each one's going to have different figures. And then there's some characters in here that the designs are fun, the new... Sh- um, well, I say so. It's not even a short, it's from the, um, the new series. So, you're going to have the different characters in their outfits, like Darth Vader's got a Christmas jumper on. And you also get the code to play the game in uh, in the video game that's going to be coming out next year. So, that's, that was a nice little thing. So, that's going to be something that we're going to be looking forward to. Moving on from there, the next day, we're then going to be, it's Mickey Mouse's birthday. So, we're going to get um, two of the Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse episodes. We're going to be getting two of them. Um, they are going to be um, supermarket scramble and the cheese wranglers. I like I like it when they do like midweek drops, especially for special days. I always think that's a, that's a cool little thing. Um, from there as well, moving on from Friday the twentieth. Um, are you interested in that new wonderful world of Mickey Mouse?
1: I, I am actually. Uh, the one thing I'm curious about: did they announce how long these episodes are? Um,
0: I'm, I'm guessing there's only ten. They are, they are short, so um, which is probably about right. I mean, I don't think a twenty minute Mickey Mouse. Right yeah so i think that would be right
1: yeah and you know based on the art style and stuff it, this is really just a continuation of the mickey mouse uh program that's been running the last couple of years on youtube and and so forth and those are only like five or six minute episodes so that's kind of what i'm expecting here that said uh looking for it they are weird they are very weird and i'm expecting these to be weird too
0: yeah, I think it's definitely a good one. Uh, moving on from there, we got Star Wars Mandalorian dropping uh, on Friday the 20th, along with the finale of The Right Stuff, and then the finale of One Day at Disney. And then we're going to be getting a brand new series called Marvel 616, um, which is going to be exploring the rich legacy of the pioneering characters, creators, and storytelling that reflects the world outside your window. Each documentary is helmed by a different filmmaker, so we'll be getting the host season then. We'll also be getting a new documentary about. It's about a two-hour documentary called "The Real Right Stuff," which is going to be telling us the history. Now, I'm going. To, I'm the minute they announce this, I knew you were going to love this. Um, of course. When this come in, and I'm going to, um, i obviously into the third episode of the Right Stuff. Now, I actually, I think by the time of it, I'm going to be wanting to watch this because I want to know what the differences are, where they took some liberties. Um, well, so I'm really looking forward to this one.
1: That and this is actually the first time I've read the descriptions of the the regular Right Stuff episodes. Mm. So it looks like they're ending the Right Stuff after only the first flight. Uh, and that's in the descriptions on here. Yeah. So I'm. I hope the documentary actually talks about all uh, six of the flights that, that end up happening. And well, I, I I do remember last
0: year when they were kind of announced this series that they had had plans to do the kind of to keep this going and i'm really hoping that people watch it on disney i'm just kind of saying please watch it because i want more of this
1: this is the you know we well what... from what i recall of them saying that was not necessarily that they would continue to do the flights of the mercury program but they would move on to the second program which is uh project gemini and and then if that was successful move on to project apollo which includes the moon landings and, and things mm-hmm. like that uh, but I, I do think it's an interesting choice that they were like, all right, we're going to do the first Mercury flight. And that seems to be basically the cutoff. Mm. Uh, so this documentary should hopefully fill in that gaps for people who are like, well, what happens after the first flight? Yeah. Mm. Well, I'll be honest. I,
0: when I saw this come up, I actually decided now I was like, I don't want to Google or because uh, that intrigue of me of gone, what actually happened? I was like, because I know they're out there. Obviously it's a 50, 40 year old bit of history, but I'm like, I want to know what's happened. So it's like this documentary, I'm really really glad they're doing this. Um, This is exactly what we need.
1: To be honest, we, we could do a special episode where I just talk about this for like two hours. <laughs> it might be on the same level as the documentary. We just wouldn't have the footage or the no, audios.
0: I, I, just think it's, I just think this is great. This is exactly what we need more of. Um, so moving yes, on from there, we have got Planes and Planes Fire and Rescue dropping in the US. They're already available in some countries as well. And then from Friday the 27th of November, we'll be getting the fifth episode of The Mandalorian. Then we're going to be getting Black Beauty. Um, which is a brand new Disney Plus original movie, um, which obviously follows uh, Black Beauty. It's a retelling of the classic tale. um, Perfect timing with Thanksgiving and sort of the whole holidays part of it like that. And then from there, we'll be getting two new episodes of The Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse. We're going to be getting two episodes a week from that point on. And then we'll be getting Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. Actually, that's not. It's actually quite a fun movie. That one. I don't know if you've seen that one before.
1: I have never seen that one.
0: No, that one. Um, I remember. I think it was on. Must have been on Netflix or something because it was definitely something I didn't rent. It was. It was must have been on this platform. Um, then we're going to get in the adventures of Yellow Dog, Far from Home, um, and then season three of Marvel Spider-Man: Maximum Venom. And then Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. Now I remember actually watching a few episodes of Once a Time in Wonderland. I did it the wrong way around of where I watched that before I started watching the, the real series because it was on when we were in well, Disney World and it was like all over the buses, everywhere. And you know that kind of thing. Oh, we're here, we'll, we'll watch it live kind of thing. Um,
1: I, I, I watched it properly in that I had seen Once Upon a Time you know, that had been released up to that point. Yeah. And when they announced that Wonderland was cancelled after what, like eight episodes or, or however many, I, I remember thinking, yeah, that makes sense. This this was not a great spinoff. No. Um, and then we're going to have
0: Party Animals, which is a YouTube video kind of thing. And then Alaska Port Protection. I don't know if we're going to be getting just season one or if three seasons. Season three was supposed to last arrive last month and it never did. So sometimes this is where... Um, Obviously, with me paying a little bit more attention to the schedule of going, oh, well, hold on—you've announced a couple of these things before, and they haven't turned up. So, um, good to see that. I think, I think that we're going to see a little bit more. I think we're going to see a little bit more added to this list. I don't think this is the final list, um, but I, yeah, there's a few things there that jump out. I mean, the wonderful word of Mickey Mouse, write stuff, Mandalorian, Black Beauty. I like the fact that we are getting a new Disney Plus original. Um, obviously, Wonder Vision would be great. But I'm still wondering if they're going to hold off a little bit more for for December for that one, for the Mandalorian. I
1: I personally think that they're going to wait until either the Mandalorian finishes or is about to finish because they really want to maximize people holding on to their subscriptions, which means as little overlap between the major tentpole titles. Uh, I would prefer if they just dropped it, honestly, but that's not what I'm expecting. Yeah, and I think we
0: will get the date before November the 12th because when everyone's subscriptions start needing, I think you'll get the, it's coming on December, the whatever, because then that will get people, oh, well, I'll take out a year subscription because I've got, you know, I've got, and then you're going to have Falcon in the winter soldier and Loki. So you're going to go, so you're going to get the Marvel fans going, well, if I'm going to get all of that in a year, I'll probably get my money's worth. So I think that will be what they do. So that was it. So there's, a, there's a few things there. There was a couple of other interesting things from the point of view of, the UK as well, we've kind of got some information from Digital Spy. We're going to be getting Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season 7 will be dropping um, throughout November. We're going to be getting two episodes, I think, on the second week, and then an episode a week dropping because it's not aired anywhere over here yet. It's So this is essentially, for me, it's a Disney Plus original because it's not available anywhere. So I'm really looking forward to seeing season 7. I know you guys have already seen it over there, but um, it won't be on the US for years because it's going to have to go to Netflix first. Um, but yeah, generally as a whole, I think that one was pretty cool. Um, anything else that caught your eye from that month? Uh,
1: not much. I am hoping that they'll announce a couple others, but I don't think it'll be any major titles. We might have something that that drops uh, on Thanksgiving uh, here in the states, but I wouldn't bank on it either. Like I wouldn't put place a bet on it. Uh, I think Black Beauty will probably fill that void, but that's actually arriving. After Thanksgiving, so when people yeah. wake up from their food comas, they can turn on Disney Plus and mm. uh, watch about a talking horse. Well, it doesn't talk. Does the Black, Black Beauty doesn't talk? I don't think. I don't know. I, there was an article you put up earlier this week where they said uh, that there was a voice actor assigned to the horse, and yeah, maybe maybe I, maybe like, maybe I misread that, but yeah. I'm, yeah i mean it's just one of those things of like how that all works sometimes
0: um maybe like an intro bit at the beginning or oh i remember when not necessarily like a talking horse but that's, like, that's like, true. Yeah, like, yeah um so i think i i, I thought november was, was was pretty solid um i mean for me as well i think getting agents of shield is like okay cool, because there might be some regional differences in terms of some of those movies and tv series not arriving but overall i'm pretty good um Moving on from there, I thought there's been a big reorganization of the Walt Disney Company this past week, um, and I thought this was this was massive big news. This really kind of got all of Disney just kind of well, so stock went flying, everyone went flying up because they announced that they're going to be doing a complete strategic. I should try saying that too quickly reorganization of its media and entertainment businesses. Um, so following the rapid success of Disney plus, and that was, that's in the, literally the second line of like, due to the success of Disney plus, they will now be putting their company's creative engines together and which will focus on producing content for, um, their direct consumer as well as legacy platforms while newly centralized distribution group will oversee commercialization and distribution of all content globally. Um, the same leaders will be. There'll be for now three groups: general entertainment, move studios, and sport. Um, so, Kareem Daniel has been named the chairman of the Median Entertainment Distribution Group, and um, which will include the company's streaming services, which is being led by Rebecca Campbell. They also announced that on December the tenth will be the virtual investor's infest, well, day. The virtual in. I do just bit my toe. Um, there's, <laughs> there's the investor. Yeah. um, uh, So that'll be coming on December the tenth. Great. I think that was good because obviously it was supposed. We've been been reports of it being last week, and it went up on like a live server thing, and um, they ended up that wasn't the date. So it's been pushed back, and they're going to be outlining all the things they're going to be doing with their direct to consumer. I think we're going to have some big stuff to do there. But I'm going to do what we're going to do nearer the time. We'll do like a predictions um, episode where we kind of think we kind of preempt what's going on with that one there
1: um and so, i'm i'm terrible at predictions it's yeah I, I, I,
0: to me and i saw bob bob jpeg was on like cnbc and he was talking about um disney plus and he was talking about um uh the success of it and how they want to use it he did they they did name drop star because we weren't too sure what was going on with that they did name drop it and say um they've got to have that new streaming service um a lot of and this was something i saw on bloomberg i haven't got around to writing. um an article that's on my to-do list for this weekend, um, talking about the idea of maybe even having like a Hulu hub within Disney Plus, which is what we've been talking about, like with Star. And the idea, really, I, I think along the lines of Disney Plus is now the number one outlet. That's the fact they even call things television and studios legacy, legacy. That's like okay, you're really putting that on a par now. Of like, that's not your main concern.
1: Yeah. But they kind of have to as well. Yeah, I. The landscape has changed a lot, uh, yeah. and they have to adapt. So not really a surprise when you actually sit down and yeah. think about it, but at the same time, kind of a surprise that they made the decision so quickly, relatively mm. speaking. Well, I think it's down to where the current
0: coronavirus situation of everything that's going on, of them wanting to kind of... They have to be shown to be going forward and leading forward and Pushing, you know, the, the Disneyland is still closed. The theme parks aren't taking in the money. The cruise ships, all four of the Disney cruise ships are currently located in, in France being worked on. So they're not working. Um, if you've seen the, the bay near me, you know, just that we've got so many cruise ships parked up from all the different companies because they just can't do anything with them. Um, so that's all done. The studios, there's nobody, you know, the cinemas. I mean, you know, in the last few weeks, I mean, AMC have said that they are going to run out of money um, over here. The view of so there are any opening weekends, uh, cinema world is closed. You know, there's there's all these kind of things of, of things moving back. And suddenly now the cinema is not. They know that 2021 is not going to be a good year for box office, and I suspect 2022 will probably fall in line as well. It's not going to be what it was last year and the year before. It this is going to and one of the key things I saw from uh, Bob JPEG was where he talked about giving consumers the choice. And and they said that he, they're voting with their wallets on Disney Plus, and I think they're just. I think, I mean, we. I remember like when they did the Investors Day last year, they talked about being profitable by twenty twenty four when they hit sixty million subscribers, and I suddenly then going oh, and I suddenly I was when I was going through an article and just picking out some quotes and stuff, I was like, hmm. Well, if they said that then, are is Disney plus now already now starting to make money if they were already if they, they might not be, but it must be getting quite close. We'll find out in the financials when it's yeah. released next month. but where they were talking about doing it when they hit 60 million, 60 to 90 million was their target by 2020 Well, they're already hitting that. so that must have really speeded up what they're thinking with this platform of like it's not maybe losing as much as they've, they thought it was going to
1: there's certainly that I assume that they are still not making money because I'm betting that those projections are, you know, based on continual money over time. Uh, you know, so 60, mil- 60 million subscribers now doesn't equal the same amount of money as 60 million subscribers three or four years from now, because that's three or four years worth of, of monthly and annual fees that they're picking up that haven't yet accumulated, but we'll find out more. And then, that- to be honest, I hope that's one of those predictions where I'm completely wrong on... Actually, yeah. uh, spoiler for several weeks from now, whenever we do that actual thing, I'll probably be wrong on just about all of them. <laughs> I just realized I hadn't plugged my laptop in. <laughs> Ooh, that? Well, that would that would will, be the end of the podcast real fast.
0: Yeah, well, I'll be honest, this morning was one of the things of my new little puppy that I got a couple of days ago. Decided to wake me up at half past three this morning. So I've been dozing... So I've already... It's, just about half past seven in the morning. So I've already been up for like nearly four hours. So I'm um, <laughs> just like, okay, hello. <laughs> um, so I've it, it's not just a case of, I've even got a can of Coke with me to keep me awake. I have got tea and a bottle of Coke to keep me awake. Um, so with that there, um, I think we are going to see some big changes. I think that I can't wait for this day because I just feel like we've just had a boost for Disney+. And I think this whole thing of, Star and Hulu being hubs within or tiers, and extra content coming in. They're talking about the prioritization of putting things on there quicker. Um, I think it's just—I think it's going to be a really exciting time going forward of where they go. And I think just seeing how Disney are just have like pipped, when I fired up the press release and going, okay, they pretty much have just kind of said that like now the focus of Walt Disney Company is now on streaming, and they're going, oh, oh, oh okay, that's good news. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's like you're thinking of it right now it's like it's the one thing that's kind of kept investors and everyone happy during covid because it was the one part of their business that was doing it but also it's gonna, there's probably going to be some reorganization and stuff going on there i mean i know like comcast and stuff have been doing something similar but yeah i just thought this was fantastic news for for disney plus this is going to mean we're going to get more content better content faster content and a lot more
1: besides right and to be clear, we we wouldn't expect content on the level of say Milan for free, uh, you know, initially released for free, or Black Widow dropping for free. But the the average should come up. Yeah. Like the lower tier stuff should have higher budgets. So when they do the the secret society of second born, born royals 2, they have a higher budget to do the special effects for that, that kind of thing. Yeah. I think it's gonna be interesting to see how,
0: how the data is coming in with that. Um, I still think Premier Access might be a thing anyway. I think that might be something that's, that's going to stick around um, in just in general because I think we're going to see what kind of what Universal are doing with their movies. But that's that's for the predictions show. We'll do that later. Um, moving on from there, from the reorganisation, a couple of other quick bits and pieces. Um, so let's talk now about the the right stuff. There is that they you said about got the the documentary. You watched the third episode this week. What did you think of that one?
1: Uh, This is more in line with what I was actually hoping for from the right stuff. I feel like we got more character development, more progress in terms of story than we did in the first two episodes combined. Mm. I really liked the focus on um, mission control and learning about the the stress that they were under uh, to the point of hitting volleyballs into each other's faces. And we got to see some of the other astronauts who weren't uh, Gordo Cooper, uh, Alan Shepard, and John Glenn even if they forgot to actually tell us who the astronauts were. Like, um, if I told you a lot of the episode focused on Gus Grissom, would you know which one I was talking about? Was that the, That's the shorter guy that... Yeah, he's catch. the one who, who tackled Gordon Cooper yeah. into the pool little, or got yeah. tackled by him. Yeah. Um, and then there was also a short bit with Scott Carpenter again, though they forgot to actually name... They named his wife, but they forgot yeah. to name Scott Carpenter. Uh, so I thought it was an improvement over uh the first two episodes i know that your review was a little bit lower though well the thing is for me is it was um there was obviously uh,
0: to me it was about it it felt like they were trying to take away and show some vulnerability with both i think it was uh glenn and cooper of showing Mm -hmm. that they they were tempted there was temptation because they were on their own with you know and obviously it was a different time and all the rest of it of what was going on and you know, it was that kind of thing. It was kind of interesting seeing them show their weaknesses, and you know, Glenn being very kind of like he knew it was wrong, he knew it wasn't right, he saw everybody else was doing it, but he couldn't quite go that line. And also, in some ways, well, Cooper as well couldn't, um, he didn't want, he didn't, he's obviously because it, it's one of those things of they never really explain what happened with his wife or why he was out on his own, they kind of. They, they never really, there was not really a lot of suggestion of what he did. Um, you know, it was like, had he been unfaithful? You know, they, it, that seemed to be the way they were going, but they they were very, kind of went around it. So this kind of set that up. So I thought it was interesting how they kind of showed them being weaker and not mm-hmm. being the kind of, and showing Glenn, giving him a little bit of um, human, taking him away from being the kind of a Captain America style good boy kind of thing and i also like the fact of him then taking the mick out of him a bit when they caught him in the car you know that i thought that was i thought that was really nice i thought that was a good little because it was that kind of you know you could see i could sit on him and go you know what he was doing is like yeah no I, I i i probably you know he's there and he's practicing it out and he's he's pretending to be in there and it's like yeah i you know he's being he wants it he really wants to do it and he wants to do it properly
1: but of course everyone caught him and then he's just really embarrassed. And I thought, I really enjoyed that scene. I enjoyed that scene too, but it was also mostly because I remember as a six or seven year old being obsessed with the movie, I would sit on the couch <laughs> like that and pretend I was going into space. I didn't do it in the car, but mm. I, I, I connected with Glenn on yeah. that moment where I was like, oh, I did that. Although I did it because I you know, yeah. loved Glenn and, and Shepard and all these guys. But I agree with you also on the humanizing both yeah. him and gordo cooper um, even in the movie john glenn pretty much unwavering he yeah. he is clean marine dudley do right yeah. you know he there are no flaws except <laughs> you wouldn't even call it a flaw but like the the comedy that comes out of him is trying to act like he he's yeah. like yeah i'll totally curse i i just just wait for it i'll i'll drop yeah. an, an f-word or something at some point he, he never does mm-hmm. um, so having this moment in the show where they're like, "No, he's human. He has the temptation. He he resists, but he has the temptation just like all the others do." And I think that is an important aspect uh, to all yeah. the characters, honestly. And I also
0: I also enjoyed watching Alan. You know, he, he was pushing himself and pushing himself and pushing himself to the point where he literally was in a he was wrecked from, and it, but he got it. He got it to the point where he could do it. And he, he, he trained his body. I mean, it's taken some toll on his body. Um, and I just, I really, that kind of, it, it made him a bit more interesting because suddenly then he just, you know, they really pushed home the whole womanizing thing and him being a bit of a playboy. And this was him like, this is why he was one of the best pilots was because he, he focuses.
1: When he focuses, he focuses. And this is what I was talking about last week where, where I wanted them to show a bit more of this, you know, because last week we had two episodes and it, all you really get out of it is he thinks he's a really good pilot and he loves women, all women. Yeah. doesn't matter. He, he's going to hit on all of them. This week you definitely see, Oh no, this is why he got selected for the program. Mm-hmm. You, you can't stop him from wanting to be the best. He's highly competitive. And I'll, I'll, I'll spoil a little bit of the documentary for you. This actually happened Um, not exactly the way they show it It, it it's a much smaller time scale but this actually happened he he went into the mastiff which is that Mm -hmm. that giant simulator and he bailed out really fast and he felt so humiliated by bailing out that he was like i'm going to master this and he did yeah and it's the fact that like the uh, the thing with the hearing as well of like how it affected you know that was that's that's an interesting point that i'm kind of surprised they brought up it's not something that will matter in this season all that much but if we get to that hypothetical second and third season where they do project gemini and apollo that's actually a major plot point in those but not in this season which is like so you you can see a little bit of forward thinking they're like we want to do another season or two yeah no I, i i i'll be honest i'm really enjoying
0: this series this is um you know it's like one of those shows where it's literally i'll say to my wife uh write stuff you know we sit there and watch it together which is great because we we don't tend to do that with a lot of the um, things. Um, it is that kind of thing. I I have got access to the next two weeks episodes in advance to do reviews. I did this week. I've got now I'm going to do episode three. Do that one because in some ways of like I will do uh, get the reviews up a few days before everybody uh, on the website and stuff. But it's like I don't want to go too far ahead because then I'm going to end up if I do the podcast I'm going to like beat <laughs> <laughs> no i need to stay on pace with uh, everyone so i'm i'm really looking i'm really enjoying the series so i'm i'm thinking i'm definitely going to be on the cheerleader squad for the next month just kind of going everything right, stuff. So watch it watch it watch it um
1: and i'm uh i'm actually trying to convince my parents to do a uh a disney watch thing yeah. with them where I'll, I'll watch uh some of the right stuff with them because I mean, we're all separated, and this would be a great yeah. chance for me to, to actually try out the Disney Watch. Feature. Yeah,
0: actually, I to be honest, I probably should. I should probably set it up on my dad's TV when I go over the other day, so he can watch it. Because um, if we go into a circuit breaker lockdown for a month. Uh, that give my dad something to watch, <laughs> and especially the Mandalorian. Between the Mandalorian and that, I think he'll enjoy them. Um, so I might even—I'll set him up a little profile because <laughs> so, yeah. uh, there's, no, there's the thing. There's, there's no, you know, for my parents, like my dad's going to watch two two series. That's all he's going to want. Um, you know, and I know the fact that the TV will have it because it was my old TV. Right? <laughs> so, um, so there we go. So moving on from there, we also had clouds brand new movie i did put up a video and a written review early in the week but i want to hear your first
1: thoughts on it first what did you think of that one so a little bit mixed um and and it's very dependent on what part of the movie we're in Mm. Um, i will preface this by saying i was unfamiliar with the song clouds before this i had heard it once like way back, uh, probably around the time it came out. I probably saw it on YouTube because someone forwarded it to me. It was a big viral sensation. And I remember hating the song, like flat out hating it. Um, I didn't know the story behind it. I didn't know anything about, you know, why it was so popular. Uh, But I really didn't like the song. And what... You were going to say something? I was going to say, I'll be honest, I'd never
0: heard of the song until I knew about the movie. And I didn't... I, again, didn't... when you know the story the song the words and stuff I mean I'll be honest I put I put it on on the Spotify while I was writing up the review and I like, come on and I literally like wiping away because I just watched the movie like the day before and I'm like it really what he, it was one of those really weird things if like, the movie kind of really hit home it was very strong very well done um, my wife does actually work with people with cancer for a job and so she was telling me you know about some of this you know that it was very you know how it was done was really and you know we were both we got to the end of the movie together we were both crying away kind of thing and it was one of those things of going i remember watching it and going. i got to the end of thought that was a really good movie it wouldn't have been a movie i normally would have watched things like Fault in the stars um there's also i think you and me is that, i think that's the one but well, there, there's
1: like, an entire yeah sub yeah. of very sick teenager fulfilling a final wish yeah. kind of thing and yeah I just, I just, I was just really, I just got to the end of it. And I thought that was,
0: I enjoyed that. I enjoyed it a lot. It made me, it made me feel something. And I thought that was the thing of, at the end of the day, that is what these, sh- if that's what it did. And it, on multiple occasions, there wasn't just a once, it was on multiple occasions, things that they did and said, um, I was emotional. I was that kind of thing. I got to them and went, no, I really enjoyed that one. And my wife said it was a really good movie. And it's kind of thing. I went, no, it was like, it was it was something I never would have normally have. If that had been on Netflix or anything like that, I wouldn't. And in some ways, it's like doing the podcast and the website and stuff. It was one of those situations of it makes me watch stuff that I maybe wouldn't normally watch. And I said to my wife, I "Said we'll watch it together," because I tried to do that with the movies. And it was like I got to the thought I really enjoyed that. I wasn't expecting it. I um it is it is sad. it's definitely quite hard pushing. I think for Disney Plus, I'm really glad they purchased it because I think this was exactly what they needed
1: yeah it didn't pull punches it didn't try to make everything pretty and and happy and that's the part that i really liked about the movie was not necessarily his story so much i mean it's obviously motivational and, and he's mm-hmm. he had a very uh interesting story but i really like the aspect of them looking at how it impacted everyone around him uh you know there's that scene with his mom and his dad sitting on the porch and and you can tell there's just like so much stress between them because mm. the dad doesn't want to deal with what's going yeah. on. And, and the, mo- the mom is completely stressed out by it and they're having problems. And his youngest sister, you know, he's he's right at the end and his youngest sister does not want to go down and see him in yeah. that condition, which I can totally relate to. Uh, definitely was in a similar situation, yeah. not a sibling. Yeah. So not, not yeah. quite on the same level, but I think most people have been in yeah. a situation where they're like, I don't want to see this person in this way and either forcing themselves to, or, or maybe not depending on the person, Uh, no judgment either way, honestly. So those aspects to it, the, the, the way it impacted life were really well done. It didn't pull punches. It didn't go too morbid and it didn't try and make it, it all pretty and, and, you know, kumbaya, despite what the song sounds like. That said the song itself, I, I still was just like, I don't like this song at all. I can appreciate the song. I can appreciate yeah. the story behind it, the the power of the lyrics for the the situation, yeah. why it was written that way. I still don't like the song though. And honestly, I didn't like pretty much any of the songs on the soundtrack. Yeah, I mean,
0: it's that kind of situation like the song, like you say, um, I do think it's a powerful song when you know the story, when you don't know the story. it. But at the same time, it was just like, as a whole, it just it. I think it worked very well. Um, I know the soundtrack's come out, um, and it's just that kind of situation. I think it's just like, I think Disney really pulled themselves and got a good movie here, and I think they should. They, you know, this one and Black Beauty as well. M- movies they've purchased from other places, and I think we're going to see a lot more of this. And I think Clouds really is helping pushing that thing of you know, Disney can Disney Plus can start having some more mature themes. And I thought, and I think Clouds is just like. So we watched that and like, yeah, okay, this is this is not... Because Stargirl, Star it's like someone song up and said, oh, it's like, like Scargirl. Like, it no, nothing like Stargirl. It's like, this is such, such a better movie than that. Because that was so boring. Um, and it's like, no, this is a really good movie. And I, I can't stress that enough, really, of like... It's not easy. It's not for everybody. Um, I don't think, yeah, obviously, like, younger kids and stuff. But I, I think
1: this was definitely going to be one I think the parents are going to like. It's it's definitely something that you can enjoy if your kids are old enough to understand it, or you're prepared to have some tough conversations with your kids. Then I think it's fine for that. But you do need to be in the right emotional headspace for it, because it will hit you. Uh, Yeah. yeah. It's not it's not an easy movie to get through, and it's not it, it doesn't hammer it. It doesn't really beat it into your head. It does it in a much more subtle way. The when you get to the end of the movie, you you don't actually see the death or anything like that but like we've been on this journey and wow okay yeah
0: Yeah. um i also really like the fact that they they showed a lot of footage of him at the end as a big montage swing and i think that was that was hard hitting also the family have been very involved in making the film you know all the actors were able to have communication and meet up and were with the family for their characters there was I was on a press conference call for the movie and I think it was Thomas said about his character that the dad they really wanted the rock to play him, but <laughs> it was like, listen, well, yes. that. We all want the big name super actors. Yeah. <laughs> I, I you know, it's like I've got to get Dave Batista to play me, you know. <laughs>
1: gonna, I could see it
0: yeah exactly um so i just think you know you got all these kind of things you know all the rock i mean i can do it um but other than that um yeah i I was really impressed with this and if you haven't checked it out put it on your watch list um maybe not necessarily with the smaller ones but this one's a good one
1: for you know i think it's a good couple movie actually as well i think it's a good um you know there's it's good catharsis um it's definitely good catharsis it's not the movie i would put on at christmas or thanksgiving or something like that because that'll kill the mood real fast but i do think uh it is worth watching Mm -hmm. it it is good mature uh aimed at adult uh content on yeah it's teenage Teenage older uh Mm -hmm. people who can emotionally handle it yeah
0: It's not, I don't think I'll ever watch. I don't think I'll watch it again. It's not a movie I'd want to watch again, but I'm really, really glad I've seen it. So from there, let's now move over to Meet the Chimps. What did you, I, I watched it. I watched it. Well, I got given, we, we got reviewed, we only got the first episode uh, to watch and I watched it and I got to the end of it and I'm sat there with, I'm sat there with this, um, the notepad to kind of do it. And I'm going, oh, it was a bit average. It was just like nothing happened. Nothing interesting happened. It's kind of like a, it's like yeah, I see why you dropped the whole season at once. Nothing. There wasn't really any. It wasn't anything new. And um, this year, and I'm going to be straight up honest with everybody. You know, we've had the magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom, which I think is a fine show and probably does it better than this one. We had Secrets of the Zoo, um, which they've recently just a new season over here is launched with the the London one. But also we had Tiger King, right? And while Tiger King, the trouble is is like, and it's it's really bad. It's like i will sit there, got to the end, I go, Yeah, I kind of I think it's you know, I remember sitting down to watch Tiger King about a guy that ran a tiger zoo, and the entire um, series zoo just went off on a complete rampage. And then I kind of watched Meet the Chimps, and it was like, um, yeah, I this this is not a good year for. Some- <laughs> <laughs> I know I should compare the two, they've not got nothing, but on paper, when they're, start, each other but they're, both, they're both about zoos, and san- they're both about sanctuaries, one's about a an tiger one, and one was about chimpanzees, and the thing is the one of the chimpanzees, I mean it's a 200, I think it's a 200 acre site, or 300 acre, 200 chimps, either way around, it's a big sanctuary in Louisiana, and they only have like four or five open days a year, And if you want to go and do a tour of the place, it's about five hundred dollars for like a group of six of you. So it's not like a zoo that you can go visit every weekend or very often. And obviously with COVID, they've been shut down. So it's definitely giving you an insight into this kind of um, place. And a lot of and all these chimpanzees have been have been tested on or have been in laboratories. You know, they're really you know, and what they're doing is fantastic. They can't be allowed out in the wild, so they're being put out into big areas where they can have. Trees and stuff, but I didn't think they actually portrayed that. I ended up re- finding most of that out from going onto the website of the Chip Haven place because the see. I don't think it really told that very well. Didn't give an, I don't think it introduced the sanctuary. It, and I, I'll be honest. I didn't like Jane Lynch's narration. I really didn't like it. It was again. It was like, well, are you going, kids? Or are we
1: going, adults? Where are we? Like, no, it's definitely kid. I, yeah, yeah. I, my impression was definitely was it was it was, they were aiming for a kid audience her, her intonation, the way she was speaking, the even the lines themselves uh, they were all very much aimed at, at yeah. a younger audience uh, I had no problem with her na- narration, I do understand where you're coming from uh, but given the subject that they were working with, given the way they chose to present it I thought she was perfectly fine uh, for mm-hmm. it Uh, some of the bits that you mentioned, I do remember them talking about very, very quickly. They, they kind of really rushed over the, yeah, all these chimps were part of research labs and now they're, they're not part of research labs and we're never going to talk about it again. I'm like, okay, well that was, that was kind of quick, but I get it. it, This isn't about what happened to them. It's about what's happening to them now. Uh, they had the new enclosure being built. They had that uh, midge getting introduced into to one of the groups and, and things like that. Yeah, but I kind of the only thing I would have put on it is I would have preferred
0: that maybe in a later. I would have preferred the opening episode to be a bit more about where because you, know, you put them. They're all in cages and all the rest because they're obviously in the quarantine zones. And I was going, was this filmed during COVID or was it before it? I don't know. Um, yeah, and certainly, the, a
1: lot of face masks. Yeah, face
0: masks covers. You know, <laughs> things that are going. Was it filmed? during it, I don't know. And then it was like, no, I think it was just because they were in quarantine and stuff. But it would have almost been like felt like it would have been better to show us what it was like inside for all the norm for every for them all in the good bit first, and then show them going into it because they were just seemed to be a lot of time spent inside of inside of indoors. And it, I don't know, it was just an odd one. I got to the end of the first episode and was like, yeah, I don't want to watch the rest. It's just, it just. I mean I might pick up a second episode just to give it a second go um, at some point during the week, but it, it, it I just got to it and was like, I mean, we didn't need this with the magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom at the same time um, we should they I should have, agree with. It. They should have spread them out because it's too too much of the same. and also like I'm not entirely sure of dropping six episodes at once because um, I know yeah you might not have come
1: back, but I don't know if, would you been, this is not, doesn't feel like a binge show. I stopped at one episode very specifically because it's like, if I binge this, I will get very, very tired of it. But I think watching it once per week, which is what I'm going to plan to do. It's going to be a like um, a second screen watch, you know, I'll, I'll be working on my main screen and I'll have it up on the side because it, it's very fluff. Uh, and, you know, it's not calling it a documentary is being a bit generous. I think, you know, cause it, it's, this is more like near Cat manor. That kind yeah. of thing. You, you don't really learn much about chimpanzees in general. You don't learn much about the sanctuary, as you were saying. You do learn about these specific chimpanzees. You learn about their structure and their hierarchy and why this chimp is being introduced to these chimps and, and stuff like that. But my knowledge of, of chimpanzees in general from this, like, okay, they've got a hierarchical, hierarchical structure yeah. and that's about it. Um, yeah. also they 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 don't have pants which is very obvious for a lot of the show <laughs> I know that's a weird a weird thing to say but I'm trying to say it politely because it's yeah. just like all right that's that's a whole lot of chimp right there <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I, th- I think it was a, I don't I don't
0: because th- I think it was supposed to come out in the summer and I kind of wish they kind of stretched out a little bit got, gone to the six episodes a weekly episode drop it get but dropping it at the same time as the magic of disney's animal kingdom just didn't feel because i think that's just a, a, a for me that just feels like a more interesting show because not only that but they're going somewhere where i've been but also jumping between the different animals and it's you know you watch one episode is about an park, and the next episode is about mandro whereas six episodes about chips. i think six episodes is right i mean i'm glad they didn't go any longer than that but yeah, it's kind of on the lines of yeah. It's a bit of a, a bit of a, a strange place to put it. Put this one.
1: Yeah, and I I fully agree. This should not be coming out at the same time as the secrets of the animal kingdom. They, they're way too similar. And if I was going to recommend just one of them, it would be the secrets yeah. of the animal kingdom over this any day of the week. Um, I do think it, it's got potential as a a background noise show the kind of thing you you mm. i can't concentrate on it because i'm working on something else but you, you know get you catch the little glimpses you can look oh they're they're playing and then you get back to work kind of deal um it's not a bad show it's oh, just it's, yeah average. well it's like it's what you said right at the beginning it's average it's
0: yeah exceptionally average yeah doesn't, it's not bad. It's not bad in the slightest. It's a very well-made show, a very well-meaning, lots of good stuff. If you like chimpanzees, check it out. I would say check out an check episode out anyway. anyway. Yeah, it's a, I mean that's the thing with Disney Plus. Just just you just try out all the just It's nice
1: to have all these different things dropping. Um, so anything else you watched this week? Uh, I also watched Hocus Pocus, but we're not going to be talking about that in this episode. No, we're going to be doing a special. Uh, uh, retro review on that one there. I say
0: retro. I always say these. I do these retro reviews, but I've never seen them, so I don't have the retro <laughs> side of it. But we'll um, that will be going up for patrons and YouTube members tomorrow because we're going to be recording it right after this, and then everybody else will have access to it next weekend. So, I will be talking about that one. There. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I think I watched another episode or two of Once Upon a Time. Mm. I'll be honest. Been as I said, new puppy this week. I've just it's thrown the entire schedule and you know a couple more weeks and then she'll be kind of thing like literally right now she's asleep on my feet so that's that's good but um moving on from there that's um just before we head off i'm just quickly going to run through the trending see what's what people are watching on disney plus so let's just fire up the app and see um it's always kind of i always like this kind of thing of like going what's in there what's changed what's made the big impact from yesterday i'm really I'm kind of hoping as we log in now, of what's what's Cloud's done, because I'm really hoping people have gone and watched that one. Sometimes you just, I find that with these shows and stuff, you know, it's like, I, 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 it's not you don't see people watching and going, come on guys this is like watch up for, you know stop watching moana for the 90
1: 1000 well, well, there's <laughs> certainly that I I will say on my version as we established last week we we have slightly different versions yeah. of the trending it is not on the trending tab the right it, stuff did move on to the trending tab here it and that's just
0: yeah just fire that on here and now. since
1: and since we just mentioned it hocus pocus is in the number 4 spot on my trending tab right now yeah so at the bottom we've got cars then star wars clone wars tangled
0: bluey zootopia the haunted mansion so i don't oh, know where that okay. that one's that one's come in so this is obviously this is based on the us so then we have got the right stuff oh, we have got a nice new image oh, i've not seen that poster before that's kind of quite interesting and then we have got puppy dog pals i've got my own little one down here uh we got toy story Clouds has come in so at the bottom end of the chart, but I'm glad at least hit it. Hopefully, people will start watching it. Halloween Town, Phileas and Ferb, Coco, Toy Story 4, Onward, Frozen, Jesse, Once Upon a Time, The Mandalorian, Frozen 2, The Nightmare Before Christmas, Moana, Hocus Pocus, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, and The Simpsons. Um, so, the Haunted Mansion um, was the, one that stood out as well, that's nice to see the right stuff still getting some views, and also, Hocus Pocus was like number two last week. I mean, that was yeah, quite it's.
1: I, I guess in the the very small fight between Halloween themed movies, Hocus Pocus is the one that wins out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Nightmare we're, Before we're, Christmas. We're, we'll
0: talk, we're, we'll, talk, we'll, we'll talk.
1: more about that in a bit. But I'm just going to just check to see on the
0: UK have, tab if we have anything different. Um, no, the list order is exactly the same. The only difference is Hamilton and Cars look. There's, there's a little, there's a little, bit of a difference, I think. Because I, some of the, yeah. I just have
1: to admit that uh, until you mentioned the Haunted Mansion on uh, the trending list, I completely forgot that that was a movie. I know they they've been talking about a remake, but I forgot that movie existed. I I've never seen it. Uh, so we're not we're not going to do a retro review yeah. of Haunted Mansion. But I think I will set some time aside and actually watch that one in the near future. It's not dreadful. It's not dreadful. I, I, I But I love the rides, so that's the thing. I so do love there, the ride.
0: Yeah, so there we go. So that is this week's episode of the What's on Disney Plus podcast. We'll be back next week with um, another episode. Again, just a big thank you to everyone who has subscribed, everyone who helps support the channel. We really just make all of the difference. Remember to go check us out over at whatsondisneyplus.com. You've got the Facebook group, Twitter, etc to keep up with everything there. And on that note, guys, thank you very much for joining us we'll be back soon laters
1: later